This is Karina Peterson for San Luis Obispo Wedding Vendors. And today we have Brie Cormier, as well as, hello, as well as the one and only Melissa Kramer <laughs> from Kramer <laughs> Events. We're having a lot of fun here. Um, hi, ladies. Hi, Karina. Hi. Hi. Thank you so much for having us. Yes. Thank you for being here. I am, I'm so happy that you guys are here. Um, all right. So we're just going to jump right to it. And let us start with, I don't know, Melissa or Brie, who, whoever wants to start. Tell us a little bit about yourselves. Ourselves? Yeah. <laughs> or the business. <laughs> no, I want, I want to hear okay. a little bit about oh. you first. Hi, everyone. I'm Melissa Kramer. Um, I am the other owner of Kramer Events. My husband, Bo, and I run um, the event production company. We have been doing this for, oh my gosh, I think we're going in our 20th year. And um, my background is people. I love people. I have a degree in communications, but I don't think I'm really using that. But I just, I've always found myself to be an extrovert and um love to hear about people's lives and what they're doing, what makes people tick. And I think that's where um, I've become pretty successful in um, in the wedding industry as far as getting to know what our couples are looking for and all that. Um, I Before coming on with Kramer Events, I worked in radio. I worked for the Chamber of Commerce. I worked in cosmetics. I've done it all. And I, this is what I found to really be something I'm really passionate about and really love. That's awesome. And then, yeah. so so tell us a little bit, since Bo is not here, you can talk, you can speak for Bo. Bo. Yeah. What's Bo's background? Uh, Bo's background, he um, is a Cal Poly graduate. He got his undergrad um, in computer science, of all things. Just he didn't know what else to pick. He said he did it. It was boring, whatever. <laughs> then he wasn't fulfilled, so he went back on his MBA at Cal Poly. And he just wanted to have more business knowledge. Um, in college, he was involved in a fraternity and his fraternity brothers knew he had DJ skills. And so he was always doing the parties for, you know, 50 bucks and a 12 pack of beer. And, um, and that's what Kramer charges these days. Right? Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> that's the homie hookup deal. Yes, 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 yes. And so he just knew and, and he had a side job working for um, a cell, cell phone company, uh, Cellular One of from back in the day, what? the one on March Street downtown, like it's not even there anymore. Uh, so he did that. And then he's like, you know, I don't want to work for someone else. I don't have that spirit. I'm, I want to build something. And so we were dating and I found out how much he charged for a wedding. I'm like, that's it. You got to raise your <laughs> prices. And then he became double as busy. I mean, he just doubled his business like overnight and then he would book brides out of his like totally bachelor pad room um there's a local wedding photographer that he dj the wedding that has the best story about that because it was like party over here business over here kind of like a mullet room <laughs> and <laughs> and so anyway so he just kept doing that and then he knew like okay i want to have an office one day i want to grow the company i want managers i want a team and 2008 was when it really kicked off so Started back in like early 2000, late 90s, and then 2008 was when I came on board and we, he said, do you want to work for me? I need a salesperson. And the rest is history. Now we're, here we are today. You know? That's right. Yeah. Kramer Events. And um, if, if you, I've always said this, if you don't know Kramer Events in San Luis Obispo or in the Central Coast, you're really living under a rock. Um, so <laughs> Thanks, You do say that. I love it. <laughs> I, um, so Brie Cormier, why don't you introduce yourself and, and tell us what you do for Kramer and, and your background? 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm an event coordinator for Kramer. I am a local Templeton grad, 2003. <laughs> um, I've been working in events since high school, just little stuff, planning, fundraisers at Cuesta. I'm kind of a renaissance woman. I've been in and out of a lot of jobs in my life. But while I was in Santa Barbara, um, so about starting about 10 years ago, I really started getting into event coordination and event planning just as an intern at the International Film Festival down there and as well as the zoo and at a couple hotels and kind of event properties. Mm -hmm. When I moved back home, I started working at a winery and event venue and started coordinating and doing some cool stuff out there, which is when I met Melissa and Bo, and we kind of developed a good relationship. And I always, you know, they were our number one go-to preferred vendor for so many reasons. Um, they just were always, you know, provided the most, like, excellent level of service, and they were good people, and we could always trust them, and they were always on time. They were awesome. So when uh, a few years later, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, when I was, you know, looking for something new, I approached them, and luckily they took me on. Yeah. And now I'm there doing... Um, you know, a couple different things, but primarily I'm I'm a wedding coordinator over there. So very fortunate, really excited to be a part of the family. Yeah, yeah and I think you've got a great personality. Um, and not only that, but you know, as you talk about your background doing corporate events and um, and working with larger establishments down Santa Barbara, I think it is so important for um, wedding coordinators to have that because you really do, I think, get an idea of what it's like to work on that large scale and take that and um, and and place it with your with your couple. So that's awesome. Okay, so tell us, well, I guess you, you kind of already told us a little bit about your business um, and, and why you, we're, we're just kind of going through all of these questions oh. here and Melissa just answered everything within one paragraph. I did. Yeah, yeah you did. So why, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about, um, let's go through the different divisions of Kramer Talk to us about how many um, how many departments you have and what sh what each department really specializes in. Sure. Um, so I'll start with our motto, uh, integrated event services. We came up with that because we realized we weren't really just a DJ company that did lighting anymore. We were getting calls to um, service events in a more expanded on a, on a more expanded level, and really the light bulb went off probably. I don't know, about a year ago or so, where we're like, the magic works when you book more than one service with us and it's all integrated and it's a, it's a win-win-win for the, the client, the couple, um, the venue, um, seeing how everyone, the synergy and the cohesiveness of one team showing up at an event. So we just, you know, we, we deem the term integrated event services because it just really it summed it all up for us. Um, so the different divisions uh, would be um, DJ, MC, uh, lighting design, uh, photo booths, wedding coordination, um, just like the day of month of more logistic style. We're not event planning heavy, um, but definitely more execution. Uh, and then recently added photography and videography. And that has been, that's what really pulled together the whole integrated event services. You pretty much can get most of your wedding shopping done with one company and you know we have clients that have a venue that's very turnkey already and then they just book us and their wedding planning's done right it just mm -hmm. kind of works together it works together yeah yeah we also do uh we have a cool game show 
um, oh, package you. that we offer, as well as some really awesome photo booths. We just got a brand new mirror booth that we're really stoked yeah. on. We're the uh, one of the only people, I think, on the Central yeah. Coast that have one like it. It's basically a giant mirror that's touchscreen, and you can fit a bunch of people in it, which um, is really fun at the end of the night as more adult <laughs> beverages have been consumed. Yes. <laughs> <I> like- <laughs> you can really stack. I mean, I think recently, Bo and I did a wedding, and there was about, I think, close to 30 people like in one photo. Like, oh, my gosh. And it uses a DSLR camera, so it's super clear. Uh-huh. Um, you don't have kind of the focusing issues. It's really taking like the whole selfie phenomenon to a whole new level. Like to say, like everyone, what they don't understand what's a mirror booth. I'm like, well, think of like taking your selfie with your iPhone, but on a whole new level, with a, a photo booth style. <laughs> and um, the our the wedding planners, as yourself, like yourself that work with us, love it because it looks clean. It's a sleek style. It's not this gaudy photo booth that shows up. It just looks like part of the decor, and it's a mirror, so people can check out how they look, make sure they look, you know. <laughs> and so that's a big perk too, right? And I think I've I've definitely seen this um, this mirror booth, and that is, I think, one of the big selling points for me. Not only does it look good, but I can also check myself out right before. <laughs> Duh. Right before. Okay. Do I have toilet paper on my foot, or what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> So, so tell us about the process of booking you. What from the moment that a couple contacts Kramer, whether it be by phone or through, you know, online through a form, what 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 is the next step? What do you do? When we um, get a lead, or someone calls via phone or calls in the office or emails, we um, automatically are just like not so much don't have that sales approach we're just like tell us about what you're looking for we're Mm. more like we'll get to our stuff later but where are you at in the planning process so we take like an intake we assess what what their needs are become friends with them um amy's our other sales consultant and she doesn't know a stranger she loves to talk to people we learn about what their dog's name and if they just had a baby or whatever um and then we get to you know if it's email we might send them a questionnaire ask them some questions so we can send them the most accurate quote so there's not too much back and forth we want to get we realize they're they have an agenda they have a checklist they want to get items checked off their list so our turnaround time is super fast as far as getting them a quote and if to booking can be within an hour or two so um it's very people like friendly conversation orientated versus sales and um i mean we definitely have the clients that just want they don't want the fluffy stuff and the warm and fuzzies they just want info and that's fine we can be a chameleon and work with that but you know for the most part it's primarily couples brides grooms that full of emotion and happiness and we just want to them to know that we're just as excited for their wedding as they are. And yeah. You want yep. to add to that? Well, I, for me, planning a wedding is such a, it's, it's such a personal, um, thing at Kramer. We really want to get to know, um, our clients on a friend basis. We want to, we want to be their bro. Yeah. We, yeah. <laughs> um, because I mean, <laughs> I think that people, when they get overwhelmed during the planning process, they tend to, kind of get disassociated from the whole experience and they get a little uncomfortable and overwhelmed with the whole thing. Um, at Kramer, we really make sure that we understand kind of who you are as a person, which helps both of us in a kind of symbiotic relationship in the planning process. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're such a small office. I mean, we all talk to each other on such a frequent basis. We're all on the same page. There's very rarely any disconnect. Mm-hmm. Um, we really take care to match the right personality with the right staff uh, as far as coordinators or DJs. Um, we really listen. So it's not just, you know, a 
churning out factory. Of, exactly. You're <laughs> not just the a same number. package over and over again. Yeah. We really make sure that we can customize everything to people's needs. Absolutely. Yeah, that sounds wonderful. And I think that's um, that you're you're so right with that. That people, especially couples, do need that hold. You know, hand holding throughout the process because sometimes it does get lost. Mm-hmm. Um, so talk to us about um, about what really sets Kramer events apart. Going back to the integrated event services, there's no other company on the Central Coast that offers the level of services that we offer in-house. Everything is in-house. We have in-house videography, in-house photography, in-house wedding coordination, Mm -hmm. all there. And the magic of that is that, you know, when you book all the services and then tie it all together with the coordination service, it's like Brie was saying, everyone's on the same team. They're on the same page. There's very, very little room for lack of communication because the coordinator's the boss, you know, for lack of a better word, and making, holding everyone accountable. And, you know, during, for like, for example, when you work with our videography and photography and we're DJing your wedding, you know, right before the first dance is about to happen, the videographer and a photographer are like, hey, lighting assistant, we need you to change the light. The light's not right through the lens. We need to fix that. So we can capture those, set the right mood and capture the perfect shot every time because they have that open communication and the comfortableness of mm-hmm. telling each other, hey, we need to change this. Where sometimes, you know, some other other vendors don't, they don't feel comfortable stepping on a DJ's toes or a light or an assistant's toes to do that. So it's just this open communication and everyone's friends and they, they, they have one goal is to, to rock that wedding, to make it as kick-ass as possible. Um, you don't have to book all the services, but like I said, it's magical when you can, when it's all brought together. And as a coordinator, I mean, I'm definitely an efficiency A to B person. And I mean, before when I used to hire Kramer out, um, you know, I saw the efficiency within their team, but now that I'm on that team and I see it, I cannot tell you how invaluable it is to know that um, everybody knows how to like hook up the equipment. Mm -hmm. Um, So let's say there's, you know, we need to change a light real quick or we need to move something. I know that all the Kramer people that are there on site know how to do it, including me Mm -hmm. now. So even as a coordinator, Mm -hmm. instead of having to go, let's say, find the person in charge of the lighting to get something changed. I can just help and do it real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, it really streamlines the process and we all know each other's strengths and weaknesses mm-hmm. and each other's workflow. So it, it, it's very, I mean, the synergy, I feel very comfortable. Yeah. There's a lot of trust yeah. within our team. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hope that our clients can, can see that. And they, I think they trust us in the same way that we trust each other. Right. Awesome. So, so Kramer being one of the biggest, if not the biggest, um, entertainment company, um, intergalactic, <laughs> inter. <laughs> well, what did you say? What was that? Intergalactic, <laughs> integrated event integrated. services. Oh, integrated. Okay, integrated. <laughs> I think of that Beastie Boys song. <laughs> intergalactic. <laughs> okay. So, so integrated event services. Yes. The, yes, integrated integrated <clears throat> event services. Say that ten times. Um, so, what what are your clients like? Do Do you find that you have a particular client that's constantly going? Um, hiring Kramer or is it really do you just meet every you know every kind of clientele there is well just in the last few months we've really been pushing the integrated event service Mm -hmm. motto I don't know if that's the right word but 
you know, pushing that and really explaining our story and telling our story of why that works so well. However, we still have the clients that will just be to gravitate towards us just for DJ or just for lighting, just for photo booth. But then we, that's our opportunity to expose them to the other services. But then you'll still have the, cu- the couples that literally either have everything else booked or they're just not ready. That's too much for them. For the most part, most of our clientele is not local. They're um, from out of town, as you know, and they just don't even know where to start. So when they stumble upon us, they're like, oh my God, I can book all this in one shot. And they'll find our pricing is extremely competitive and because they'd have to, they'd be getting these invoices from other people. And if they add it all up, it'd probably be the same. We'd probably come in a little bit less, actually, if you're comparing apples to apples. So um, that clientele really is attracted to how it's a one-stop shop mm-hmm. for the most part. Um, but then again, like I said, you get the people who just, no, nope, they want to really be hands-on in all their selection with all their vendors. And they want, they, they're going to want to meet one-on-one initially with the photographer or something like that. But for the most part, I mean, after the sales process, after the booking process is complete, they're going to meet their team anyway. So it's just going through me or Amy first. Um, does that answer your question? Yeah, Did it I? does. Yeah. It does. <laughs> Thank Good. I don't know. Yeah, and I feel like, I mean, as far as the type of couples that we attract, I've, I mean, in the short six-month time I've been around, I've already seen everything. I mean, we can yeah. do the bohemian, rustic, farmhouse, chic wedding as much as we can just rock a huge raging party. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah. you know, uh, and again, I think that that's, it's really important to us. Like, some people, when they hire an MC or a DJ, the couple wants someone, you know, that's maybe just um, helping organize the flow of the party, but doesn't really want to be a huge presence in it. Um, some people want the exact opposite. They mm-hmm. want kind of the grand master of ceremony persona dancing on that floor with them. Yeah. Uh, some people want, you know, the pit bull and the shot, shot, shots. And some people want to walk down the aisle to David Bowie. So we can, you know, we really can provide all of that. Um, so as far as a certain type of couple that comes to us, I don't think it's people that want to have fun. Yeah, that's 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 the overall. They want to have fun theme. and they expect a certain level of service. They're willing to pay for it because they don't want to have to worry. They want a stress-free wedding. They they don't want to have to worry about anything. They trust our reputation. They you know they're stoked that they're dealing with one company to answer all their questions anytime during the work week. You know they don't have our response time is super fast. So that's our client we attract they just they it's an added value they appreciate the value that we offer Um, they're not looking for the dirt cheap yeah exactly yeah so now that you're um you've talked a little bit about your reputation um and i know personally that your um your team members go through a very strenuous training course Mm -hmm. um can you can you expand can you tell us a little bit about that training and you know how how long the process is, what what your DJs basically, what you put them through to <laughs> poor um, guys to, <laughs> to get to that level. Yeah, um, it all starts with you know we do an, a group interview process and we we bring everyone on as an event assistant because again we want them to be cross trained. Okay, and then from there they can decide to take the DJ track, the lighting assistant track, or lighting tech track, or coordination. Um, and then 
from there, there's different trainings based on that. But I'll just talk. To, I'll speak to the DJ service, um, the DJ training. So if the, the DJs come on board and they want to become a DJ, they start again event assistant, and then they're assisting our lead host MCs, which would be our lead DJs, but we call them host MCs, and they are out at a ton of events, and then they're also um, at the same time doing their training. Um, during the week with Pierce or Bo going through um, song selection, um, going through how to use this, the technical stuff, how to they have to be they have to know how to set up a DJ reception console in a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. Um, you could probably speak a little bit more because I'm you're more refreshed on this. <laughs> Tell me if I'm missing something, but yeah. it's pretty intense. Like it's they don't miss anything. Mm-hmm. You have to yeah hit every little thing to get up to that host MC status. Yeah. And they really train them on how to announce couples. Um, and not only that, just the finesse of dealing with uh, the dynamics within a family or the guests or how oh, to, yes. you know, <laughs> how to address certain issues. I mean, in many yeah. respects, the DJs and MCs are um, on the same page of uh, abilities as the coordinators in many ways. Um, if a bride or a groom or anybody decided that they did not maybe want to have a month of coordinator uh our djs are able to execute timelines and make sure that you know things stay on schedule um and the our djs mcs and coordinators work very close together we prefer to do our design sessions with the couples together Mm -hmm. so we're always on the same page Mm -hmm. uh we do it side by side so we can kind of throw ideas back and forth to each other and make sure that the couples really get what they want um, but yeah, they run, they through a, run through a very vigorous, once they get all the training on the speakers and the electrical and how to set everything up efficiently, they, we have our own training room basically for um, microphone training Yes. for, and then, then we kind of assess, okay, can this person be a good MC? Are they articulate? Bo has them read, um, green eggs and ham on the mic just to get them fluid on the that. mic. Oh, yeah. totally. Yeah. We, he does all these little drills with them. Um, Bo or Pierce. Pierce is our operations manager and one of our best MC DJs. He's amazing. He's really, he's the, he's the good fit for people who, um, want that polished extrovert MC. Does Mm -hmm. that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he knows how to throw down those mixes like no other. He's our current DJ Mixmaster champion. He He has Uh, a trophy. He has a trophy. Uh, anyway, but he's also our operations manager and doing a great job at that. So, um, and then at the last piece to that training is what we call can i swear on this thing no <laughs> go ahead i may or may not bleep it out i'll probably okay. not bleep it out we call uh. it the oh shit training <laughs> like anything that could possibly go wrong at a wedding with equipment a drunk guest we mock that at during a training session mm-hmm. so we get our team involved to be a drunk guest bo will set up the or pierce will set up the dj system to purposely fail so they have to figure out how Mm -hmm. what's your plan b because the show must go on at a wedding you don't say oh i'm so sorry oh my god so that's another thing that sets us apart it's rare when something stops it have to be an act of god to stop us but there's backups for backups and this and that so that is a really stressful training for the the trainees but oh my gosh they are so well equipped to to figure it out, to troubleshoot in the field when all eyes are on them and they can't just stop and redo it, mm-hmm. you know? So and that- troubleshooting could be so stressful. I mean, some of the, I mean, we really make sure that our team doesn't crumble under the pressure because sometimes 
the solution is right in front of your face yep. and so easy. But if you can't maintain that stress, <laughs> yeah, it becomes a little harder. <clears throat> um, but yeah, we have such an experienced team. And I mean, our group of coordinators, uh, we have, I think, six on staff right now. And they've all been in the industry. And I mean, Mary has been on board six, for about 10 years. We've got, yeah, so Mary... Uh, you, you bring, you and Mary both bring venue experience and, um, and coordination experience. And then, uh, Tracy was Mary's intern and Mary signed off on her and she's doing her own thing. She's kind of up and coming. She's great. She's, she's so adorable. I mean, you can't not love her. And then, um, Trina just came on board. She has the, she brings a venue experience. Trina Cadwell from Sycamore Mineral Springs years ago. Anyone that's ingrained in this industry would know her. So she is coming on board as a month of coordinator as well. And then you, of course. I brought the who am I missing? Who? That's it. Okay, that's yeah, it. Maybe okay, that's so it. I yeah, overestimated yeah. the number. Four, 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 four. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> we uh, do have a, maybe I'm thinking because there's a couple girls that are new to our staff that we're going to be vetting and training They're interested. Up. Yes. Yeah, so but that's going to be a while. Yeah, we're going to have them work a, a bunch of weddings and glean some experience before we start putting them through the whole training process. The coordinators are... They're 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 solid for what we do, what our package is designed for, right. for just the month of stuff. Our DJs, they haven't been doing this for twenty five years, <clears throat> and some people say, "Well, I don't. I want a DJ with a lot of experience." We take a different approach. You're definitely gonna have some some a DJ at your wedding with experience. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, however, it might not be like I said, twenty five years. It's they've been. T- assisted at so many weddings they've done probably at least 30 weddings on their own they 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 bring a fresh energy to each and every wedding they do they are not stuck in their ways they're go with the flow kind of guys and if someone wants to do something totally different and off the wall with music they're they welcome it because they don't want to always do a cookie cutter wedding mm-hmm. so <clears throat> that is our edge as, as far as and being really relatable to our couples demographic and their age like they're more their age so that's really cool. People are like that. <laughs> I sound like a frog. <clears throat> you sound great, Melissa. Oh, my God. Um, okay, so let's see. I'm going through my questions here. This is, um, I guess, a little personal-ish. Bring it. I, I will bring Life's it. Life's an open book with me. <laughs> um, what, what are you most proud of, Melissa? Um, what are you most proud of when it comes to your business? I oh my gosh, where do I start? Uh, right, this is just so fresh in my head. I'm so proud of our team that we have right now. It's a family. It truly is. Like what everyone's bringing to the table and their um, their motivation and their drive to succeed and do awesome things. That's what I'm most proud of. And I'm really and I'm really proud of my husband uh, for having this vision and not giving up because it's a competitive industry and he's been a driving force behind that. And I think that's where we make a good team to give that leadership and motivation to our team as well. So, you know, I'm proud of that. I'm, I'm just proud of the level of service, how we stand behind everything we do. If someone's not happy, I want to hear about it. Everyone in this industry knows, tell Melissa, good, bad, the ugly. And if, you know, we will stand behind and take the appropriate action according to whatever that situation might be. You know, again, the good, the bad, the ugly it happens to all businesses, you know? Um, 
we even acknowledge the little complaints where people don't even expect a response. They're like, oh my God, it's fine, but I just want to let you know. I'm like, oh, how can we do better? We always want to learn from different different situations. And I'm also proud of our continuing educa- continual education in the industry. We never stop learning. Uh, I, I give that credit to Bo mainly. He's We're heavily involved in um, organizations across the country that or mentors to us that we learn from them, from them, they learn from us. And, you know, if you keep doing the same thing over and over, you keep getting the same results and then therefore you can't grow. So we're definitely, um, always trying to grow and do better and bring different things to the central coast for wedding, different services and, you know, right. Different photo booths, different photo booths. <laughs> you know, our mission statement is to, uh, to raise the public's expectations of event professionals and be an awesome place to work. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And I think for for every for for any business, it is so important for you to continue to grow and learn. Yes. Um, so just um, just a few more questions here. What is, and Brie, you can chime in on this. Okay. Um, what is the number one wedding advice you can give to couples? Oh gosh, well I'll go first. Okay, go. Mine's always the same thing because I see it time and time again. Yeah. Um, you know, I think couples really get wrapped up in trying to please everybody and they kind of stray from their own um, desires and and basically the, the, the passion that you first have when you start planning a wedding, by the end I see kind of fizzle out when you start to get uh, really preoccupied with what your mom wants and what your mother-in-law wants and what your aunt wants. So... Um, I think it's really important for couples to remember that this is their day and this is their big moment and their, you know, memory that they're creating to, you know, reflect back on for a lifetime. And they need to just kind of keep that in mind. You know, um, it's always nice to be respectful or to try to honor traditions that are important to them. But at the same time, uh, just be true to yourself and stick to your guns and Try not to get so so overwhelmed and uh, kind of distracted by everybody else's two cents. And totally related to that, that great advice is I always, my favorite thing to say is make your list of priorities as far as the, the booking of your vendors. Like what is food most important? Is photography most important? Is the music most important? And once you establish that list of like five or three to 10 things, whatever it is, Everything will come together because you, and your budget will come together. You won't overspend. Uh, weddings, you kind of overspend, but you know what I mean. Like you can, everything will be, in, and it'll 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 lower your stress because you're like, you know, I really want to book this photographer. Yeah, his package is really expensive, but this is super important to us. This is our wedding day, you know. And then, but I might not really care about maybe how my friend do my hair and makeup. You know what I mean? Like it just depends on what is important to that couple. You know, we all as wedding professionals have our opinion what should be the most important, but and we're and that's our job to educate and just kind of bring delight to the couples. But in the end, it's their day, mm-hmm. and if they have their list of priorities and they go off that, everything will come together. And I they'll get the wedding that they want. I'm a firm believer in that. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. I actually, that now that you bring that up, I was thinking about it. I actually kind of do the same thing, but the opposite way. <laughs> because sometimes when, I, when I'm dealing with couples in the initial uh, process and they need a lot of hand-holding or a lot of guidance, um, they get overwhelmed with the, the details. Oh, well, what kind of photography? What kind of care? Mm-hmm. So I found sometimes it's easier 
believe it or not, to make the definitely do not want (laughs) the have not list. So Mm -hmm. sometimes to be more clear about the things that are, you know, definitely no go, like the, you know, things you for sure do not want. Then once you get that done, you can kind of hone in on and craft your vision of what you actually do want. Absolutely. It's easier to eliminate the stuff that um, is definitely not something you're interested in (laughs) totally and then on you know back to the whole budget thing i also remind them when they're like afraid to spend that two hundred dollars more or fifty dollars more or even like 500 which in my opinion this in the scheme of a wedding budget that's nothing and i i gently remind them this is your wedding day if this is something you really want spend the money it it's you're not gonna it's not gonna hinder you you're gonna be okay Mm -hmm. you know for the most part but um this is not your birthday party this is not a backyard barbecue this is your wedding day splurge a little this is the one time you have that excuse to do that and you know there's no redo there's no redo well hopefully not you know (laughs) and i mean that's a different that's a different conversation but you know different party that's a different party so i i say just go for it you know i because 10 years ago i got married and i regret not upgrading my linens and not doing a better trial run with some hair and makeup artists you know like those are my two things am i bummed about that no but hindsight's 2020 so i i can at least tell them my experience right. like i wish i would have it wouldn't have mattered in the budget i was so but my dad gave me this amount of money i don't want to go over you know but really i know he would have been fine with another 500 dollars <laughs> in linens or whatever you know so anyway that's my opinion third <laughs> advice maybe to thank your parents thank your parents yeah <laughs> thank, thank, thank your parents yeah exactly thank, thank everyone be involved. appreciative <laughs> and also you know I feel like I don't want to make this too lengthy, but um, pick your all-star team, like whether it starts with your planner or, and then because everything will trickle down from that. Like if you are planning ahead, you're going to get your pick of the litter of the vendors you want. You're not have to, you don't have to settle. That will help bring everything together for easy planning. You know, it's just, they're there to support you mm-hmm. and make sure your event rocks. So yeah all right yeah are you ready for your rapid fire questions <laughs> i Here think i'm go. ready my body ready? is ready okay. <laughs> let's do it your body. Oh, so since uh, since you're in the entertainment events <clears throat> integration intergalactic intergalactic, intergalactic world, yeah uh, world intergalactic wedding superstars perfect that's our new Ooh. motto i like it <laughs> iws Perfect. Um, okay. Melissa. Yes. Brie. Yes. What's playing in your cars right now? Oh, we were talking on the way over here. Oh, okay. I, well, mine's always the same. Talking. I'm a huge 90s hip hop fan. Oh, love um, it. So I wake up every morning. That's not what I listen to. I tend to listen to... Right now there's this band that's uh, kind of like Thai jazz that I'm into, but I listen to some sort of jazz in the morning, but all day long, I'm 90s hip hop. It revs me up. And I'm not talking about, uh, I'm not into Snoop Dogg or Andre Nicotine or that West Coast. I'm East Coast hip hop. Oh, East Coast, yeah. Um, <laughs> I think right now in my car, I'm doing, there's a there's a new rapper from Brooklyn, fairly new, called Joey Badass. Nice. I think I got some Wu-Tang going Good. on. Good. <laughs> some Bone Thugs. Yeah, I think um, there's actually an album that was released in 1999, uh, Masters of the Universe by Binary Star that Ooh. is actually really awesome. Yes, and yes. I've been oh, so we know about <laughs> I am into like I love everything. I love the current hip hop, I love the current top forty, but I also love like 
kind of the, the 90s like soft pop like maybe it's like maybe it's 80s and 90s like i love chicago and toto and those kind of like uh-huh. doctor's office music <laughs> yeah <laughs> It calms me down. Elevator it calms me down. I love music. it. I love it. And I also love country. I, you know, I'm, I love it all. Though I don't love heavy metal. I'm not, I just don't no. find. You don't like it when people shove their, no. their microphones down your throat <laughs> no. and just scream. I find no pleasure in that. Um, okay, next question. Next rapid fire. Favorite ice cream flavor? Mint chocolate chip. That was Melissa, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mint chocolate chip. Um, I'm actually a huge fan. I think right now is butter pecan. Nice. It's like Ooh, this southern. You're all oh, yeah. up. Yeah. Well, I used to really like mint and chip, and I'm a big fan of berries and chocolate in a combo situation. You're like, all I'm fancy. Huge, I know. I'm a huge fan of that. But I've noticed in general every time, like I eat some ice cream, which I'm trying to avoid because I'm is butter pecan because to degrease mass, you can't really eat ice cream all the time. Um, <laughs> I wish it cured cancer or something. Yeah, yeah, butter pecan. Butter pecan. I love it. (laughs) All right. Favorite, since we're in wine country, I always have to ask this question. Your favorite wine or like varietal? Varietal. Yeah. Um, A cab or Syrah that's super dry and and earthy and not fruity. I want want that beautiful, thick purple color to it. and, And I want that texture left on my tongue. So high tannin. Cabra You want it to smack you. I want it to I feel like there's fur on my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see yeah, I'm like, whoop, there it is. Yep, that's what I like. And then opposite for white wine, a Sauvignon Blanc. A really a, a California style, not New Zealand, that's too citrusy for me, but a very kind of earthy, dry not earth, it's not the right word, but like more grassy mm-hmm. um, Sauvignon Blanc. Anyway, I'm so opposite of my reds and my whites. This is how you know you live in wine country, by yes. the way, when people describe their wines like this. Furry. <laughs> Furry. That is Furry. a term they use it's in like the wine world. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Brie? Um, I'm into the big bad GSMs. Oh, the there same you go. thing. Heavy tannins smack you in the face. Uh, very dry. <laughs> um, and then totally like you, polar opposite. There's actually so many good rosés right mm-hmm. now. So like I could probably drink Laventure Close Lens Rosé mm. like it was water um, all day every day. But yeah, good things. Yeah, I think the rosés are really making, making it come- yeah, mm-hmm. they're making they a just comeback. do it so well here. That whole Rhone style is just yeah. Um, I feel like within the last year, it's like rosé, rosé everywhere. I know. Um, all right, hot tub wine. That's what I call it. <laughs> the what? Hot tub wine. Hot, there you <laughs> exactly. I don't know. All the rosé. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a really good point. All right. <laughs> one thing that couples, since um, since so many are from out of town, one thing that couples must do in slow for the weekend of their wedding. You know, or just, just in general, maybe when just they're visiting. here, a visit. Oh, I I push the wineries. Go wine tasting. These are some of the best wineries in the world. I mean. What's the saying now? Uh, Napa is for auto parts. Paso is for wine. You oh, know? I love that. Yeah. So, it, it, I mean, <laughs> and Paso and San Luis Obispo and San Inez Valley, this whole area, we're just so lucky. And I feel like if you're into that and you like to drink, definitely do that. And if anything, just go picnic at a winery and play bocce ball and enjoy the outdoors. We have so much to offer here. I, that's what I, the first thing that comes to my mind is to push that. Brie? Yeah. Well, I tend to always overwhelm people with... <laughs> A whole day's worth of plans. Yes. Oh, you need to go eat oysters yes. and tognazinis and then go kayaking and stop here. But um, yeah. in general, if I just meet someone randomly or if I'm talking to, you know, a couple that I'm working with, um, 
I feel like the one thing you have to do, the like Paso industry local, is to go eat the not nachos at Via Creek. Like that's oh, like, <laughs> I forget about that. I think that that's like the one. I mean, that's not really an activity. I'm an activity person, but that can be an activity. Is, I guess it is. I think it can you can wine like three taste. Hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to. I used the to have nachos. a whiskey club there, so they have a great selection of bourbons forget, and scotches yeah. as well. So. I guess that's a it's a fun. Go wine tasting, go eat at our place. fabulous restaurants around exactly. here. Yeah, but those duck confit nachos, man, that's like a it's a game changing situation. Mm-hmm. What do you love <laughs> most about slow? Oh my gosh, what? Where do you start? <laughs> the people, the weather, how close we are to the beach, and wine country. <laughs> not gonna lie um the people you know i'm from the bay area and you know it it, nice part of the bay area it was great living growing up there but like this is like a bubble we're in our own like perfect little world it's we are pretty i feel very blessed very lucky yeah yeah slow is actually a lot like kramer's one-stop shopping (laughs) you really do have everything here it's you know whether you want um some great you know cowboy barbecue kind of experience you know uh plastic tablecloth kind of uh you know (laughs) loading shoot or even the range kind of atmosphere if you want fine dining if you want to go to the beach if you want to take a hike if you want wine tasting and also just you know the variety of wine tasting i mean you can get a real kind of the you know, uh, Robert Parker wine spectator kind of wine experience with oh, tasting. I... You can also go into a winery and just hang out with a winemaker and drink a Coors Light. Um, yes. There's just so <laughs> much, there's so much breadth and depth within a 40 mile radius in yep. this county, which is what I love about being here is I'm mm-hmm. never bored and there's always something new in that small community where we all go to farmer's market, we all go to the butcher and we all know each other, but you know, um, you never feel kind of it's not super urbanized restricted yeah yeah which exactly is nice. right. i hope it doesn't our beach way. towns i think are like the last real california beach towns there's no development and it's really just still the way it was 50 mm-hmm. years ago yeah what's not to love about the area yeah we're lucky we are lucky we're lucky. <laughs> very lucky um all right ladies the well, secret that's why we're whispering don't tell everyone about it okay <laughs> okay Okay, so thank you ladies so much for sitting with me. Um, Again, this is Melissa Kramer and Brie Cormier, for those who know her very well, Ami, um, (laughs) representing Kramer Events. And this is Karina Peterson for San Luis Obispo Wedding Vendors. Thank you so much.